This is the DL Power Couple Podcast. I'm Dominique. And I'm Miss Latrice. Coming at you. Today's topic is thinking and overthinking. And we chose this topic because I tend to think very deeply about things. And that sometimes leads to me overthinking, which then holds me back from doing things or prolongs my decision-making process, which can all around stop me from doing things. So it's just a topic that uh, we really wanted to expand upon. Mm -hmm. So you said, you know, you tend to do these things. Do you have any specific examples of, you know, one when it's hindered you? Um, I mean, my examples are not usually about one that's hindered me. It's usually examples about a bunch of thinking that I do that mm-hmm. then hinders me. So um, I don't know about the specific examples right now, but I know that on my not-to-do list I have don't overthink mm-hmm. sound decisions and things about overthinking on there and reminding myself not to do it because it's just something that I'm very – susceptible to mm-hmm. just because of my mindset my personality that's just what I do yeah and then for you do you think it's something that are you aware that you're overthinking or is it something that once you reflect then you're like there I was overthinking how does that happen for you I used to not even notice but now if I'm taking too long to do something mm-hmm. I first think okay am I doing this am I doing that am I overthinking mm-hmm. and sometimes I am overthinking sometimes I'm just being apprehensive, but sometimes even apprehensiveness is overthinking. So right. um, I just started realizing I was doing it. And then in the moment, I just try to do something mm-hmm. and just make a decision. Exactly. And and then as long as it's an educated decision, which most times you've already done that anyways, I think you'll be successful no matter what. Like I know in school, um, a lot of the teachers will say, yeah, you college kids, you're overthinking. I was in this uh, EAPS class and it seemed extremely difficult to me. I'm like, I don't understand why I'm not getting this. And the teacher was telling all of us it's because we're overthinking. So I'm in this class with engineers and just everybody who's already in STEM. And I'm thinking I'm the only one who's not getting it. I'm like, dang, like, am I that dumb? Um, I'm just not understanding what's going on. And then I would stay after the class. And when I tell you I cried after every single class, I cried after every single class because I'm used to getting things and it wasn't crying because I wanted the teacher to give me any type of grade but like I was so frustrated that I wasn't understanding the material it bothered me because I'm like I'm listening I'm taking notes I'm doing what they say to do and I still don't get it and it's because I was overthinking a very simple concept so if you haven't noticed I lack common sense to the T Um, but I'm working on it I'm doing really good or I'm getting better. Let me not say I'm doing really well. I'm I'm getting better at it. Um, so for me, like taking that class taught me, you know, like Latrice, just take everything as it is. Sometimes it doesn't require that philosophical, you know, overthinking. So so do you have any examples like that? Like when you were in school where a teacher said, don't overthink it? Well, yeah, when everybody was failing calculus mm-hmm. and um, we were the guinea pigs for this New, so I was in a business school, and then they made this class where it merged business math with engineering math. Engineering math, of course, is harder because they have harder math requirements, and they use it in different ways. Mm-hmm. So then um, we were the guinea pigs for that class, mm-hmm. and people go into business. If they wanted to go into engineering, they would. So now people in business are having to take 
the this like merge between engineering and business math and it's just not working for them. Right. So I think seventy percent of my class have failed that that class and they, they had changed it. But um in the midst of that, I went to one of my prior professors and told him I'm struggling in this calculus and he explained to me it's all about the frameworks. Mm-hmm. Once you get the framework, you can solve any problem. Now I had never thought of it like that. I've never thought of myself um, as a person that can solve any problem. <laughs> but part that's partially because I was really thinking deeply on, oh man, let me let me try to figure this out and let me try to understand the theory and all this stuff. And none of that really mattered. If I understood the framework that would allow me to solve every problem, then I'd be able to solve every problem. And I would have a foundation from which to solve the problems. My problem was I didn't have a foundation. So what was I thinking deeply on? Right. I was just thinking to be thinking because I didn't have anything to think about. <laughs> I didn't know the frameworks yet. So once he had told me that, all I did was simply study the frameworks and not even the problems themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when I would encounter the problems, I would use that same framework or the same frameworks I had learned to solve most of them Mm -hmm. and i end up getting like a c in that class which is like wow it's only a c but i'm telling you (laughs) so many people failed that class they changed it the next year wow that's that's actually terrible (laughs) but that's not terrible that's just how purdue is yeah and, and a lot of colleges which is terrible that sucks purdue do better universities colleges all of you do better um so you were able to apply that once you were in the class how can you apply that to your life situations now that you're out of school because it's still something like like you said that you're struggling with still today so when I'm out here trying to make moves um it's one of those things where there's decisions that have to be made because these moves are boss moves and you're making boss moves you gotta make a decision and you gotta start rolling with it Mm -hmm. so it's about getting down to that decision and not thinking too deeply about it. Yeah. It's like that Nikola Tesla thinking clearly versus deeply. I need to think more clearly because the deeper I think, the more, you know, sound decisions become, oh, should I have made that decision? Or I start looking back like, wow, I mean, what would happen if I did this versus that? And I start coming up with all these scenarios, mm-hmm. um, you know, which goes back to the podcast we did on our strengths and stuff like that. In those scenarios are a lot of over analysis and overthinking sometimes because the stuff hasn't even happened yet. You can go through all the scenarios in the world, but it's not going to prepare you for the stuff that happens because then you got to physically and, and mentally react. You're only mentally reacting when you go through the scenarios. Exactly. I mean, that, that has to be everything has to work together. So and this is coming from somebody who runs scenarios all the time and it just prolongs the decision making process decision making is so important i was look there's this video where gary b was talking you know how he uses that content model and you know the first five seconds is him talking then it stops and his logo pops up and then he and then the video plays but anyway he was talking about the importance of you making the decision outweighs whether the decision is right or not Mm. meaning like if you can make a a good decision fast he's like as long as you're right 56 percent of the time (laughs) you're good He's like, because if you sit around and try to make the right decision, you've basically thrown out the worth of it. Like, mm-hmm. especially when um, you had to make a decision in a timely manner. I know that's not the best way to describe it, but basically, like, you being able to make a decision quickly is worth a lot more than you being able to make the right decision, mm-hmm. especially if you can work with both. Yeah. Because you can, if you make the wrong decision quickly and you fail quickly, you can learn quickly. Right. Right. That's good. That's yeah. Good. Whereas if you take 
just the same amount of time to make the wrong one as you would have took to make the right one. You've wasted so much time. Yeah. And so much effort and you didn't get to your end result fast enough and now you don't waste the money and time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so there has to be a mindset shift. Yeah. When it comes to the way I overthink mm -hmm. because I feel like that's my, my that's my mental safety net is okay yeah. if I think about it a little bit maybe I'll be more ready for stuff mm -hmm. when really I've done just fine just jumping into things and just learning like that the things go. that I had got best at in life were from me doing crash course stuff right so the whole I need to think about it deeply first has become an illusion that I've followed over time it's just a bad habit yeah And then you said, you know, try to think more clearly versus deeply. Can you expand and go into detail? What does that mean, clearly? What, how do you do that? So that's, that's straight off a Nikola Tesla quote. And what he was saying was, scientists today, he was talking whenever he was talking about it, he was like, scientists today think deeply, mm -hmm. but not clearly. You can be insane and think deeply, but you have to be sane to think clearly. Mm. That's what he was saying. So basically, it's like a get your mind right type thing, mm -hmm. you know. Now, one thing that a lot of people who understand physics and stuff, you have your set laws and whatever. Yeah. And you, if you, you don't think too deeply about it, you just apply and you think very clearly about everything. And then that's how you understand how things objectively work. Mm -hmm. Right. You think too deeply and you start putting all these opinions in there and all this and all that. You start complicating what can be simple. Right. I think that's what he was getting at, and I wouldn't be able to speak for somebody like that. That's that's way outside of my uh, knowledge range. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he was getting at. Yeah. And so let's say, you know, we ha we both have very big life-changing careers and just shifts happening right now and coming up. So how should we be going about that if we're supposed to be thinking more clearly than deeply, even though these are life-changing things? It's not going to be life-changing unless it happens. Mm -hmm. So um, life-changing to me, when people think about life-changing, they think about what will happen if their life gets changed for the better. Mm -hmm. All right, It hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. So you have to get there. And you're not going to get there by sitting around thinking for mm. a few years. For the year, you know, If you sit around and think for three years, you definitely could have put mm -hmm. it into action during the second two of those years. Right. You know, So it's one of those things where get there, try and, something, and, and do it. Go. Because when I was talking about how you got to make boss moves, think about boss moves is after you make the decision, then you have to put your effort into the decision you made and drive it. Right. That's the part that's hard because it's easy to make a decision and then not have to touch it after that. Mm. And then you're like, oh, okay, I made the decision. Now let me detach from it. But when you're like, let's say if you're going into entrepreneurship or if the decision actually matters, then once you make the decision, you're putting effort into whatever that decision was to get to an end result. Right. That's when it's hard because you're like, okay, did I make the right one? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Just do it. I mean, yeah. you'll figure that You'll figure that out. That question, that'll be the first question that gets answered when you start putting that effort in is whether you made the right one or not. Yeah. And I think what you just touched on, what came to my head was you're making the decision before the decision. And I know that probably sounds just crazy but what i'm thinking about in my head right now is me right now if i wanted to go to grad school which is something that i'm toying around with right now if i made the decision today i'm going to grad school next year next year is not here 
But I've already made that decision that I'm choosing to go to grad school next year. So now I can start on my planning process because I think one of the reasons why a lot of people overthink is because we're trying to plan the process before we even do make the decision. So it's like we're, we're trying to think of all these, like you said, scenarios and hypotheticals, but it's like, okay, first make the decision. Okay, Latrice, Miss Latrice is going to grad school. Boom. Now I'm there. I'm sticking to that decision. What am I going to do to get to grad school? What am I going to do once I'm in grad school? Where? How am I traveling? You know, those are the things I think about after I've made the decision. So that just popped in my head, as you said, no matter what, you have to make the decision. And then, like you said, if it's a bad one, at least you made it quickly, you can get rid of it. If grad school is not the option for me, boom, I got to change, you know, to something else. But first, and and I guess what I'm saying is make the decision in your head. Like you said, it is a mindset thing. So make up your mind. And then act. So so the flip side of what you're saying is if you were to overthink it, then you'd be thinking about what you're going to study in grad school and what you're going to do once you're in grad school before you even make the decision on whether you're going or not. Right. Yeah. So then that prolongs your decision on whether you're going to actually go or not because you're trying to figure out everything on the back end. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand. I just wanted to make sure that was clearly expressed. Yeah. Because I've had a lot of things happen like that. You know, what's interesting is as I've gotten older, when I was younger, I didn't care about how things were going to affect me. But I think everything's so important and profound now. Yeah, you're older. Things can happen just as randomly and in my favor now as they did when I was younger. Mm -hmm. If I just take that step. Yeah. Make that decision. Be bold. Because the thing about young children, um, the time when our our brains are like one of the, the last things. Um, to develop in its full full potential. So kids, the reason why, and, and young adults, the reason why they're able to just go do things fearlessly is because that part of their brain is like 100%. So they're able to take risks. That's why a lot of times you see people getting on the roller coasters or just doing things that once you're old enough to quote unquote think about it or overthink about it, you won't do it. So we need to get some of that like spontaneity or just fearlessness that we had when we were you know 17 and younger and go for things and then the thing that we don't do as kids we just go in you know we don't we don't necessarily think about anything um so that has its downfalls too but make making the decision as kids we do that quickly because we're not thinking about it at all so i'm not saying don't think about anything at all i'm saying you know make a decision and then and then plan and work ahead and all of those things but it starts with you saying this is what i want to do this is what i'm going to do now go do it. Yeah. And they talk about how adults learn slower and this and that. And it's really just that. It's not taking those same risks, mm-hmm. in the, at, you know, at the same uh, rate yeah. that we did. And, you know, everything from language learning to anything else. Socialize. You know. You're socialized now, too, once you're older. Yeah. Social norms and all that. Like, there's so, there's so much that plays into it. Mm-hmm. And... On the other side of this, you know, we're talking about thinking and overthinking. So, you know, just thinking about stuff. Yeah, you're supposed to think about stuff. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to think about stuff. And even if it's past the surface level, you're supposed to think about stuff. And, you know, the effects are going to come up because naturally we're going to think, how does this affect the future? Right. All right. Especially when, when your decisions don't just have to do with you. Right. But there's a fine line between thinking and overthinking because overthinking can hold you back from even moving forward exactly so it's one of those things where it's not supposed to be comfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's people who do it there's people who don't and 
you know, if you're one of those people who wants to be able to make decisions and wants to be able to do things, then you got to learn how not to overthink before you actually get into it. Yeah. And I think what you just touched on was a very important um, uh, factor. We overthink because we're looking for comfort. We don't like the discomfort of not knowing exactly what's going to happen. You know, that's just in our human nature. That's why we compartmentalize things. We put categories to things because we want to know. Um, We fear the unknown. And so I know it's sounding like it's easier said than done. But for me, the the biggest thing that I have to work on is, I think it was you, Dominique, who said it, or somebody you were quoting, every day we face the unknown. We have no idea what's going to happen every single day that we wake up, walk out the door, what we're going to encounter. Now we have our schedules and jobs and things like that, but every single day is not the same. This is not the Truman show. So it's like, if we thought in terms of that, I think it would be easier to, to be able to process. It is okay to make decisions and you won't necessarily overthink things. Um, it's just knowing, remind yourself every single day you step out the door, you have no idea what's about to happen. Nothing is guaranteed. And time is not limitless. Mm -hmm. So We really don't have the time to do a bunch of like, let me contemplate and contemplate and contemplate because then you become one of those people who they express an idea and then people are asking you about it year after year and your same answer is always, "Uh, I don't know, I'm thinking about it. Right. And then it's like, oh, well, you must be a great thinker. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that just can't can't be your life story. You have to be more than a thinker Mm -hmm. in these times. Yeah, and that's why we say, you know, it's not just knowledge is the key. It's knowledge and the application that makes it, you know, powerful. That's that's what makes everything important. You can't just be thinking about things and not do anything with those thoughts or allow those thoughts to stop you from, you know, doing something that could be uh, a great impact on your life. Like we were watching Gemini Man and without giving away too much of the movie, one of the lines that they say in there is lean into your fear. Now, of course, they were using that as a, a manipulation tactic, but that is something I would encourage people to do is lean into whatever that is that's that you're so afraid of when it comes to a event that's happening in your life, not going on a roller coaster or something like that, but just leaning into a, a big decision or it could be a small decision that you're just overthinking or just constantly thinking about and you don't end up doing anything with it. Lean into that and then go for it and see what happens. And for some people, the fear is betting on themselves mm-hmm. and trusting themselves to do things right trusting themselves to get things done mm-hmm. and if the fear is well i don't know if i can trust myself to wake up at that time i don't know mm-hmm. if i can trust myself to to step up to the plate in that certain uh situation and stuff like that okay then that means that on the journey mm-hmm. to becoming a person who can go about life differently you have to start changing things about yourself and become that person who can then lead a life where they're not overthinking everything they do because they have trust in themselves, even if they don't know what's happening next, mm-hmm. who's going to be affected by it. Right. If they don't know everything about every outcome and every scenario, one thing they do trust is themselves. Right. And they know that no matter what happens, they'll be able to either adjust to it or if they're not an adaptable person, they will look to people or members on their team, a team they built to help them adjust to it. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, I mean, if you want a safety net, that's it. The safety net is after the decision. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like even for me, um, going through the process right now of getting my driver's license, I'm constantly thinking and overthinking and trying to make sure I'm not overthinking to the point where it's limiting me and stopping me from 
getting my driving hours in so I can get my license. Um, because I'm always thinking like, oh, what if somebody just jumps out, you know, out of nowhere, what am I going to do? And it's like, I can't be thinking about that. I just have to drive. And then once that stuff happens, you know, adapt and, and be a defensive driver accordingly. And luckily I do have, you know, good driver next to me in the car, so I shouldn't be as concerned or fearful. But like I said, it's that fear of not knowing. But then I think people are doing this every single day and they have, and even the people who are driving, they still don't know exactly what's going to happen. They, you know, it's not, nothing is actually guaranteed. So yeah, I'm leaning into my fears, taking my own advice right, right now with, with you all, um, just to get my own license and driver's license. And I would encourage anybody, if, if you ain't got your driver's license and you of age, what was stopping you, you know, really look into that. Cause I have traumas with cars and accidents and things like that. So really just, um, go deep into whoever you are and whatever it is that, that you fear or whatever it is that you're overthinking, ask yourself why you're doing that in the first place. Where's that overthinking attitude coming from? And then go for it. And then ideally, and this is what I'll leave with. Ideally, what is it that you want to know mm-hmm. that's making you think too deeply about something? Mm-hmm. If what what information where if you knew it, you wouldn't overthink. Right. Go ahead and write that down because if it's something that you that's readily available, mm-hmm. then you'll have it. But if it's something that's not readily available, go ahead and forget about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. That, that that that's the first step right. right there think about okay what is it that i'm actually wanting to know right and pinpoint that that way at least that part is out of the way mm-hmm. that's what i'm leaving on and i'll leave you with if everything could absolutely go right would you do it and if the answer to that is yes do it and let me tell you the answer to that is yes so do it and that's all we got for today <laughs>